Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Choke on my gun. Okay. Here, you want to pour that? No, now I got this one. My margarita style. Rancherita. 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 A whole pack of a bunch of different flavors. Yeah. Remember the, I had the, because they have like spicy and pineapple. <coughs> what was the other one? Uh, Mango. Yeah. Yeah, oh. they're good. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this is Caroline. Welcome to the show. Did Welcome. you just smell the mic? Yeah. Do you know how many other nasty <laughs> face parts have been on that mic? You're making out with it. Oh, this here is your we bloody go. happy hour, y'all. Welcome to the show. It is Thirsty Thursday, and this is when we bring you a full episode, and it is Caroline's turn today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sipping on some Rancherita, so I'm doing really good. How about you? You're sipping on your TikTok wine? Yeah. <laughs> Tell so us about this TikTok wine. I've heard about this TikTok wine. My brother-in-law was like, hey, have you tried that that tic- that wine on TikTok? And I was like, no, what is it? And he was like, I don't know. It's supposed to be really, really strong. So it's all you got to tell me. Yeah. So then I go to the liquor store and they just ordered a big old box because it's falling off the shelves and I got it and it's just, I mean, it's real sweet. It's like a dessert wine. It's very thick. But it has 18% alcohol by volume and I have not seen a wine with this much. I, the highest I've seen is like 15%. But you had this the other week and how was the next day? Fine. But And, and I only drank half the bottle though. Was it... Was it strong? No. That sounds like a ripoff. Or I'm gonna, oh. or I drink too <laughs> much. <laughs> or you're gonna end up like Natalie Bullia because drink. you drink too much, and that's why you ended up in the river. And they'll say it's suicide. Um, no. Uh, or it's because I always get doubles every time I order like a. a I mean, drink. you have to. That's it's like a waste. And when I make them at home, it's like four shots. Yeah, you just you like pour five. it and you count one. To I just pour it until I can see it over my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get the cap of whatever I'm mixing it with, if I'm mixing it with. So say it's like pineapple juice. I just pour the pineapple juice in the cap of the oh, yeah. thing and just yeah. dash Instead it Instead of there. measuring the shot, you measure, measure the mixer. <laughs> Alcoholic. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Just, this is why I can't pay my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just... Somebody be on standby if we need a liver. How about that? Yeah, that that would be the nice thing to do. I would maybe accept it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Where are we going? Tell us the story. Let's get to it. We're going to church. Church? What type of church? We've picked on every religion, so. Well. What religion are we picking on now? We are picking on the one that we haven't really picked on, which is the Mormons. The Church of the church LDS? Of every Letter that you can imagine. 
Latter-day Saints, LDS, FLDS, all the things. Get excited. Chelsea lately has kind of enlightened us about them a little bit. Oh, yeah, she did. Listen, I think she's like my spirit animal or something. Love her. Because all these Instagram posts that she makes, it talks about not having children and how you can live a child-free life. She's She's like, I can say fuck all the time, and it doesn't matter because I don't have any kids. And if they repeat it, then it's not my fault because I don't have any kids. And it's just, it's really great. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Just a little clip. My name is Rachel Jeffs, and my father is Warren Jeffs. Warren Jeffs is the FLDS leader and prophet. He is considered next to God in our religion. My father has around 80 wives, and he has 53 kids. Oh, that's all we get. Oh, my goodness. So that's just a little preview of what's going to be talked about. So we're starting with the FLDS and this guy named Joseph Smith. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So FLDS, Fundamentalist, and you can look up stuff while I'm doing this because Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints is a religious denomination. And this was come about in the early, early 20th century. And this was started by a man named Joseph Smith. And this is Joseph like Smith. Like 1800s. So is it their Jesus, basically? Yeah. Okay. So Joseph was 14 when he started getting visions. And these visions were from God the Father telling him that he was chosen to restore the true church of Jesus Christ on earth. And then he saw this vision of an angel. And the angel was like, hey, you need to go dig this spot in the ground, dig a hole. And in this hole, there was going to be this book of golden plates. And these golden plates had these messages on them. Well, he found this hole with these plates And he transcribed the messages. And then from there, he transcribed them into the English language. And this is how the Book of Mormon was born. Isn't it so convenient? He's the only one that knew. I mean, it's amazing. That language. He's very talented. So once Joseph started publishing these, he started publishing a book. Um... About the Book of Mormon, right? So then he started getting all these thousands and tens of thousands of followers. And he didn't even need to use social media. Just word of mouth. Must have been a good book. Yeah. So this is whenever they deem him as the prophet. His followers believed that God was speaking directly through him. Okay. And so then Joseph was relaying these messages to the people. And so anything that he said... They just, it's gold, and that's what they would do. Okay. Okay. So they're really good followers. He went on and established the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in 1830. And Oh, Jesus Christ Church of Latter-day Saints. Yes. So they believe in Jesus. And this, he became their first president of this church. Okay, so this this is your history. This is the beginning. In 1841, he started preaching about polygamy or plural marriage. I think those are written on the gold plate, so he. Didn't I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is the practice of having more than one spouse at the same time. 
was, wasn't uncommon back then. And this is like your original sister wives. And I think it was big in the Old Testament. Like it was a thing in the Old Testament. He used references from the Bible, such as the Old Testament, where different people in the Bible had multiple wives. And they taught it, like they said, it was a commandment from God to have plural marriages like Moses. Was Moses well, he parted the Red Sea. He Lord did. Jesus. He parted a Forgive bunch her. She's of, Catholic. They weren't allowed to have a, a Bible. I, I didn't get my storybook Bible out before this. <laughs> and so while she's looking that up to make sure, because, you know, even though sometimes in this podcast we just kind of tell what we think, we sometimes make sure we get the facts. <laughs> so there were different people in the Bible with multiple wives and it was taught that it was a commandment from God that plural marriages were necessary to reach the highest level of heaven. And so you needed to have three wives and three wives meant that you would get this. If you died, you would be honored and you would be in the best kingdom of heaven. Mm. How great is that? So I would be like, yeah, I'll have three wives. So then men want to have three wives and Women wanted to be one of the three wives. And if you didn't have three wives, you were not going to the best kingdom and your wives would end up being servants in the afterlife. Oh, so then even the wives felt like they needed to be married to men with multiple. So that yes, they didn't become a servant. Yes. In the afterlife. Yes. Wow. So unfortunately, you couldn't just swipe right and swipe left to get your new wife. You're like, oh, she's my new wife, and she's my new wife, and she's my new wife. It didn't work that way. You weren't on Oprah. You weren't getting a new car. You didn't get to pick. You were appointed a wife by the prophet. Arranged. Arranged. This is where they all arrange marriages. So in, in 1904, the state made a law that polygamy... Plural marriages was not allowed and it was against the law. But since it had been going on for so long and all these polygamous husband and wives were going on, they were already having kids. The kids had all these siblings. Everybody was living together. The kids, that was their mom and that was their mom and that was their aunt and their cousin and everybody. And they had already been living this way for so long that they didn't really want to just abandon you know, abandon their lot. Yeah. It's like telling people in West, you can't drink beer anymore. Oh no. Not happening. mm -mm. Right. That's never going to create Mm -mm. their own. Mm -mm. Oh wait, they've already done that. Create their own community where only they can live. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) It's all facts. And drink beer. Yep. And (laughs) yeah. And so then, you know, here's the state just trying to rip these families apart. Okay. That's what the state does. So the church agreed with the state and did not want to go against the government. And they said, so they're like, quit preaching to the followers that polygamy is what you need to have. And this is when there was a split in the church. Fuck around and find out. This is whenever they split and there became the LDS and FLDS. Okay. Because. What's the F? First. Fundamentalist. Fundamentalist. They're the ones that don't believe. They are the ones that have the. They are the ones that have the multiples. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, the FLDS church is the ones that practices polygamy, while the LDS church members say they obey the state and federal laws by not practicing polygamy. Okay, got it. <clears throat> so, one side goes with the state, one side goes without the state, so they're splintering, the church is splintering. So, then we roll around to 1986, and I will introduce you to Rulon Jeffs. So Rulon Jeffs joins the church as a young kid, and he eventually rose to become the leader or the president of FLDS. So he was like, okay, I'm okay with three wives, but actually that's not enough. I need more. I need a few it's more. never enough. I need a few more. The exact number isn't clear. There's been a, I've heard several ranges of numbers but we're gonna go with the one that it's believed the most which is 75 damn total total wives but not at one time well i guess you never get a divorce yeah so he just as he got older like he just he just kept marrying it he got older but they just all stayed the same age. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> they got younger and younger he got older and he just kept accumulating wives okay so he ended up with over 60 children and of those 60 children, he had 33 sons. And Rulon was known to his followers as Uncle Rulon. Uncle Rulon. Uncle Rulon. And this is the guy who came up with the phrase, keep sweet. So you may recognize this phrase because this was a documentary on Netflix called Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. And it was based on all of this. Do they say it on Housewives of Salt Lake? Maybe. Are they? You don't watch it? I think the they're the one? LDS. I think oh. that the, I don't think they're FLDS because they don't have multiple wives. Okay. Maybe sister wives and maybe, I don't know what Lori Vallow does, but she's definitely, she's her own, I don't know what, she's her own cult. So, 1991 comes around um, and... This is whenever we find out what this, what does this mean? What is, he keeps saying, keep sweet, keep sweet, keep mm -hmm. sweet. And now a word from our sponsors. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You you just kept going. I'm gonna introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it. It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. Hola, yo soy Jackie y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. Un podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos.
Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the the Cover Cover Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For (laughs) sure. You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. So don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Um, This is what keep sweet means. It means to keep the Holy Spirit of the Lord until you are full of it. Only those who will have it survive the judgment of God, which are about to be poured out. Keeping sweet no matter what, no matter life or death, as we approach the day of the great judgments, better to go over the earth. Let us all keep it. Do not turn it on and off. It must be a permanent thing in our very nature as part of our character. I don't really know what all that said, but what I think it says is, you bitch, you cannot have a bad day. I don't care if you PMS. I don't care if you're in a bad mood. You better be happy. Put a smile on your face. Get over it. Build a bridge and live your best life. And I don't care or you're you're going straight to hell. Have a bit. Yeah. And yeah. So don't have a bad attitude. Okay. Do you think that's kind of what it said? Yeah. Or like, can't be lukewarm. You can't be like in the middle. You got to be all the way in or all the way out like all the way oh if you're out, out if you're out you're exiled Going to hell, yeah but you can't even be like you no have to be you all can't the even way. be moody you can't even be like in the middle and, no yeah okay Mm-mm. you gotta keep sweet <laughs> okay so the flds people lived in complete isolation they had no contact with the outside world they don't know about the trump rally that's happening this weekend <laughs> they don't know about any elections they it's don't know about year. hunter biden drink, drinking his white claws in the hot tub <laughs> with the do they know it's the 30-year anniversary of david koresh they probably don't no. they don't know anything and you know what they definitely don't know about they don't know about the kardashians and you know they don't know about that ozempic that everybody's taking to lose all this weight <laughs> I'd slide that in there. (laughs) So these young girls, as they're taught to be, um, they're taught about being wives and the boys are taught to like the women, the, the girls are treasured. They're the treasure, which is like opposite of, you know, like men are valued more typically, but like these are the women are just so well, they're treated. It's confusing. They're valued more. They're treasured. The boys are not as safe because you need a lot more females than males because all the males want all the wives. Mm-hmm. So, like the one, like Jeff's, he has 80 wives, so you need more women. So if the guys do anything wrong, any little thing, they're exiled. They can be kicked out. There was a boy as young as 15 years old. He's kicked out. Grown men, kicked out. And they will literally just, if they become a problem, if they become a threat, kick them out. Okay. Go by it, live in the desert. You're gone. And this in religion, it's not really a cult yet, I guess. I mean, they probably are just, they don't know. This yeah. is just their way of yeah. life. But even but like, it, relig- like no religion should say, 
Oh, you're excommunicated because you did wrong because that's what the Bible is. Everybody does wrong. Oh, right? You yeah. forgive and you learn and yeah, you do because, better. Because, you know, if they get kicked out, they're damned to the pits of hell forever and ever and ever and ever, April. For one thing? Oh, just if you get kicked out. Yeah. Period. So they didn't want to make any mistakes. Okay. I don't want to go to their heaven anyways. I don't either. The boys were taught manual labor. Eight years old, they're driving tractors. They went to school, but they didn't learn much of anything. They just learned how to drive a tractor and how to put their seed into their yeah, wife. Yeah. And the girls, they just learned how to cook and clean and change a diaper. Old school. And they learned to how to multiply. Not math, but yeah, people. create. Yeah. So men and women were taught different roles and responsibilities based on their gender. Women are expected to be obedient to their husbands, prioritize their role as wives and as mothers, and they were responsible for maintaining the spiritual well-being of their family, and they are to be submissive to their husbands. Okay. That's like how it really was in the Bible back then anyways. Well, it's also like a show that I'm about to tell you about, which we watched and... um Blessed be the fruit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Men are taught that they are the spiritual leaders of the family. They're responsible for providing for the women and children, and they're responsible for upholding the teachings of the church and leading their families to live this polygamous lifestyle. Strict dress codes, as you know. You see the what yeah. they wear. They're, like, covered from ankle to neck to ankle, covered, fully covered in these really cute dresses. The FDLS. Is. Yes, yeah. they have conduct strict conduct codes. They have abstained from premarital sex, although you can use armpit, according you to Chelsea <laughs> Handler. Bagpiping? What was that? Bagpiping. bagpiping. You can bagpipe all you want. You know what we need to do next is, uh, Ari- A- oh my God, what's her name? Jody Arias. Because oh. her guy was a Mormon. Okay, okay. And... They oh, couldn't Lord. have sex for a while or something like that. But anyways, yes, you can bagpipe, which means you can do an armpit. They had to avoid using drugs, alcohol, um, and they were taught to avoid contact with outsiders at all costs because the outsiders were had different beliefs, and it was just a totally different... They were like a threat to their way of life, right? So another thing that's interesting is the men would work, 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 but they would give all their money to the church. They would pay the bills. Oh, it's they a cult. would. Oh, <laughs> it's a cult. Then it's especially a cult. <laughs> pay the bills, feed the family, rest the money goes to the church. Tens of thousands of people. I mean, this has been going on for ever. And they later find out that seventy percent of these FDLS members are on food stamps. What? So these church leaders were bringing in millions. Mm. You should see the picture that I posted of, of the this Zion church that it's like a, it is a compound. It's actually called the compound. So um, we, okay, that's that. Now we're fast forwarding 1955 to Warren Jeffs. Let's talk about Warren Jeffs. This is the guy who we played at the very beginning of the episode. Yes. <clears throat> so R- Rulon Jeffs, who was the, uncle, the guy who orig- had the original, yeah, Uncle Rulon. He had a son that was born two months premature, and his name was uh, Warren. Warren Jeffs. You haven't heard of him, but some uh, other people may have heard of him. I've heard the name. I just don't yeah. know anything about him. He's real ugly. <laughs> 
So, this, yeah. So he went on. He was the favorite child. He was all about his dad. He loved, I mean, he followed his dad everywhere. He wanted to be his dad. He wanted to be the prophet. I mean, who wouldn't want to be the prophet? I don't know. He was the favorite. I mean, he had 60 moms cooking for him and changing yes. his diaper and stuff. So living his best life. But at 21 years old, he became the principal at Alta Academy, which was the FLDS private school. And this was where they started to realize like Warren was super, super strict. Like he was kind of becoming more strict than his father ever was. And he was getting a little bit of taste of power because he's at this principal. He's He's the principal principal. of the school. So he's getting this power. He has power over, guess what? Children. And the women teachers. He would call the little boys out of class. Oh, hell. Yeah. This is where it gets, it's not, it doesn't get detailed, but it just, you can use your, you can figure out what happens. He would call little boys out of class, take them in the bathroom, do horrible things to him. He would abuse them. He would abuse his power. He would call little girls out of the classroom, have them come to his office, sit on his lap. And eventually one of his sisters, mm-hmm. he called to have come sit on his lap. Well, there's no fucking rules. And basically after a while, everybody's going to be I know. And inbred. I know. That's probably why he's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> there's no rules and it's so weird this is a jared was just like that so you like little boys and little girls does that mean he was bisexual that means he was just a pedophile pervert but then he would still do it all these other all of his all these all his wives you gotta be with with the inbred that he came from they're all I'm sorry for you talk. I love you, but you're you're a little weird. You're a little <laughs> off. There's just a little off. I'm watching the trial, going to the Paltrow trial, and it's in Utah. And her attorney, it's just a little off. <laughs> something ain't right. Something it is not right. meshing. And there's marble. Like there's just a little off. Okay, so there you go. So these little boys were like five, six, seven, eight, nine years. Like little boys. Wow. He would tell things to these boys and he would say that they had to do things because it was God's will, which obviously terrified them to not do anything or that they would be kicked out of the compound and guess what? Sent to hell. And you're little, you don't know any, like... No, they didn't want to disappoint their moms and even if they didn't want to do it, they just sat there and they stayed quiet. Wow. So... There's so much crossover with uh, all these... I know, Cults. I know. That's why, because we're talking about the Koresh, Ka- right Koresh now, but and so he just like little girls, but and like they have these in Scientology, cults. all the Scientology stuff that I remember that which they don't well, Children don't of God they, cult. We yes, did. yes, yes, and they yes, thought it was yes. normal and okay to do that, um, but that's why they. Don't expose them to anything that's outside the world because cause they won't know any different. And that's when, when they do something little bitty, they kick them out because they're really going to, if they reject yeah. little bitty yeah. shit, they're really going to yes. reject this stuff. Mm-hmm. So soon, um, uh, Rulon starts to get sick, and then Warren is like, eyes on the prize, I'm going to be the prophet, here we go, prophet up, uh-huh. let's do it, let's on go. Deck. He's, He's on ready. Deck. 
2002, Rulon Jeffs dies, and Warren is just about to slide into those DMs. He's ready to go. He got a spot. He's ready to go. But there was just one issue. Uh-oh. Is premature. that Rulon? <laughs> what I call his name? Roland? Yeah, it doesn't matter. He, whoever. He told all of his followers that he was going to live till 150 years old. But he's 92. Mm. So everyone's real confused. And they're like, bitch, we're waiting for you to come back to life. You said you were going to be here for 150 years. So they had to fake that he was alive like they did No. Metals. Oh, okay. I feel like Applewhite and them did that. Applewhite's still up there. He, he Actually, I think he came across last a couple months ago, right? <laughs> Didn't he come across with that China balloon? So they, everyone was confused. They were waiting for him to come back for life and be reincarnated. They're like, surely he's going to come back. Oh, but this is whenever Warren starts to tell people that he is his father reincarnated. Oh. His father was reincarnated through him. And some people believed him and some people uh, did not believe him. But they were too scared to say anything because yeah. they'd be going to hell. What are you going to do? Yeah, you can't leave. They would be sent straight to the gates. Straight to the gates. And if you think this is crazy, just wait. It gets worse. So Warren is taking over. He's becoming the prophet. But what happens to all of Rulon's wives? They get to marry Warren. Oh, their son? <laughs> Don't tell me. Wow, so the women if you're cr- that raised him become his what wives. Yes. Yes. Uh, so he's sleeping with his mamas. Listen. <laughs> this is ew, David. Ew. And there's still these people in the world that yes. think this is okay. I'm telling you. And it even gets worse. I can't. It's like, it's literally getting worse every second I even read this again. But Warren was so much more strict than his father. He was on his high horse. And he's also suffering from inbreddedness. (laughs) (laughs) And that is my new word. (laughs) So he changed up a lot of things. And they went along with it because he had a prophet. And they didn't want to set the prophet. So... He took over all of these wives except for two of them. One of them runs away and escapes, but I'll come back to her in a little bit. Okay. So now we're in 2003, and this is this is where we talk about the Zion Ranch. Okay. This is when the people from some of the Utahns and I mean, they're I guess it's all kind of like isn't that four like Arizona, Colorado, Colorado, Utah, New Mexico? Aren't they all right? Kind of there. Well, anyway, they are. Y'all know us in geography. But then they try to move to Texas because I don't know why they try. Everybody tries to move to Texas. So did Marshall Applewhite. So did David Koresh. And I feel like. So does everybody from California. Children of God cult. They were in Texas for a little while, too. There's so much land. (gasps) There is so much land. So much land. So this is where they decided to build the Zion Ranch slash compound. Nice. And what city? El Dorado. So that's like near San Angelo. Near San Angelo. 17,000 acre property. And they told the state, be lying to our state. 
It was a hunting lodge or a hunting uh, a hunting retreat. But this is a, this is no Moselle. This no. is no Murdoch Moselle. It no. looks like a. Um, it's a cathedral. Yeah, <laughs> a compound cathedral. So this was really built to. This whole new compound was built to move everybody from their homes into this property. They were told to sell their houses, sell their businesses. And they were told to move to the compound. So they had to move all their shit from Utah, bring it on. Actually, I guess they probably didn't they just bring their dress. <laughs> their four and dresses. Their, their four dresses. Five. They have five one. every day. <laughs> Maybe they have seven. They had to bring their dresses, and they don't even have vibrators. So they're just bringing their dresses. Mm-hmm. And so here they go. If they don't come, then they'll be damned to the fiery pits of hell, go to, straight to the gates. So... That's what they had to do. That was 2003. So in 2004, Warren exiled 20 men. I guess they were acting up. Well, he's like, this is more poontang for me if I get rid of these men. Yes. So then these, these families had to be rearranged. So these dads are being stripped from these kids, right? They're leaving and they had to re, they're like, oh, you're now, you were uncle. Now you're dad. You were cousin brother. Now you're dad. And so they, all these families were all jacked up. They're like, call him daddy, call him daddy, call him daddy, call me daddy. Probably. So around this time, this is so sad. One of his nephews, one of Warren's nephews, a guy named Brent, he filed a lawsuit against Warren for sodomizing him as a little boy. Ooh. He left the ranch and he wrote a book called The Lost Boy. Oh, I think I've heard of that book. Which this is about the the men who were kicked out and how his dad, I guess, was one of them. So then he was a lost boy because he didn't have his father anymore, right? Oh, the guy writing the book yeah. was the boy who had he his got dad to stay, stripped away. But his daddy had to go. Yes. Okay. So he talked about how he didn't feel special as a kid because he had twenty other siblings, and you just felt like you were just part of the crowd, just in line, just you were just invisible. You know, yeah. nothing. Um. So that was that's just a little tidbit. One, um, one of Warren's marriages. That was arranged was was it Warren's marriage? It was a fourteen year old girl. Hmm. Or just one of one of the arranged marriages was a fourteen year old girl who was supposed to marry her cousin. Oh, this was a a marriage that Warren arranged. That's what it is. Okay. So it was a fourteen year old girl. She was supposed to marry her cousin. She cried and begged. She did not want to marry her cousin. Her and they cousin couldn't get was married because now it's her brother. <laughs> Uh, they probably don't even care they don't even care but warren was like she went to warren and she's like please don't make me wear my cousin i do not like him he's mean and uh, he's probably gross and he probably has like black teeth i don't know he was like uh no but you're marrying your cousin wow she hated her cousin obviously he made her marry her cousin but guess what she ran away and she escaped the compound yay she ended up contacting the police good and a warrant was put out for warren's arrest you can't play in texas oh no so the cops had been suspicious for a what while year is this? what year is this 2008 i think we're maybe in four Okay. But look it up. But it's recent. Like, it's 2000. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Because this was what, what led to what on. we, uh, which, this is what led to 
the soon coming raid, the upcoming raid. Okay. <clears throat> so she escapes, and you could look up when Warren Jeffs was arrested. Let's see. I might have it. The cops had been suspicious for a while, and they knew this weird stuff was going on at this FDL, F, LDS church, but they couldn't do anything about it because anytime they had tried to talk to somebody about it or the women about it, they wouldn't say anything because they thought that us regular people were bad people. Like, if we're from the outside world, we're bad. We're trying to tear them apart, yes. and we're the ones that are going to hell, and we're at the gates. We're 2008. This is just the other day. I know. I'm sitting here obsessed with David Koresh, and that was 30 years ago, and this just happened the other day. Because it's and so... in Texas. Yes. I didn't realize they came to Texas <laughs> until, like, th- probably an hour ago, and then I had already forgot. But now I remember. Let me go. <laughs> so, Warren is now on the run. Okay. Because the cops came in, they tried to arrest him, and he's like, oh, it's almost like Koresh. He's like, Koresh just wouldn't hid with his guns. Except he probably, Warren took like an escape route and got out of there. Mm, he had tunnels too. Yes, he had tunnels. <laughs> so he goes on the run, and he tries to escape. But guess what? He starts living his best life. He's riding motorcycles. He's driving a Porsche. He's got money, like, He's going to strip clubs. Where's he now? He's on the run. Just going. He's just places. trying not to get arrested. Okay. All of his followers are over here praying for him at the compound. Sending him. Sending cash him apps. money. Yes, yeah, sending him cash apps. Definitely sending him cash apps. <laughs> they believed he was being persecuted because he was the chosen one, and everyone was out to get him. So this made them believe in him even more because the cops were trying to get him. And they couldn't. <laughs> And they would gather up all their money they had just to send him monies and his he could live his best life. It was fully funded. Man, we should have started a cult. I think I don't think it's too late. So this douchebag Warren ends up on the FBI's most wanted list, like right next to Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Osama one, Warren Jeffs two. So remember the escaped wife? Yes. She starts talking. And she also gave stories about what happened at the compound. And she gave stories about like Rulon versus Warren. And the difference. Yes. And she was telling how Warren is now the prophet. This is where blessed be the fruit comes in. She said they had these guys that were known as seed bearers. And so Handmaid's Tale, Uh the seed bearers were said by the prophet to have the best bloodline. So the prophet would tell them where they needed to go to sow their seed. And they would go into different men's homes and plant their seed into wives, and while they did it, their wives would have to hold hands of their husband uh-uh. while the seed bear came to plant <laughs> seed. He was a voyeur. Did he go and watch too? I don't know, but this is literally <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. Tale. Blessed be the fruit. What was the other saying? Praise be. Praise be. <laughs> Y'all. The reward for Warren got up to $100,000. They're looking for him. 
everywhere. They ended up pulling over his brother on a routine traffic stop. I guess they get information from all the stuff they found on this traffic stop. He had $142,000 in cash, $700,000 in prepaid debit cards. And then in August 2006 in Nevada, Warren is pulled over in a red Cadillac and they are not supposed to have anything red because red is the sign of the devil. Yeah. And he's driving this brand new Cadillac like the year. It's it's like a 2007 Cadillac and it's Uh 2006. So... He had four computers, $50,000 in cash. Just traveling with them in his caddy. One of his wives, oh, she needs to be was. hanged and beheaded. beheaded. <laughs> 16 cell phones, three wigs, and a partridge and a pear tree. No, he didn't have that, but he did have three wigs and several disguises. And he gets taken into custody. So at this point, he's now running the church from jail. That leads me to know that he knew he was doing wrong. Yeah, like if you're running away running, and you've yeah. got, why do you need 16 cell phones? I don't no. know. And all, all this money. They just kept sending money. Why, yeah, why are you running? You're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Why are you running? Why he are knew you? He knew it was wrong. He knew it was wrong. So... Um, he's running for the church. People are, are funding him. They're writing him letters. They're writing books. They're doing all these things. He's there in prison. 2007, he tried to kill himself. He was not successful. Oh, I guess suicide's allowed in the church of FLDS. I guess so. Might as well. In 2008, a domestic violence hotline got a phone call from a girl who said she was 16 years old and that she was living at the Zion Ranch compound. Well, she said that she was raped and she was forced to be married, but this turned out to be a hoax. However, it led them to investigate the property, and they ended up getting a search warrant, and this is what led to the 2008 raid of the Zion Ranch. There we go. (sighs) Love it when it connects like that. I just love it. So this was a (laughs) large-scale operation. Listen to these numbers. 462 children. They thought there was 500 people total. Total. And there's there's 462 children. There was 25 mothers under the age of 18. Mm-mm. 53 girls between the ages of 14 and 17. And 31 of those 53 were either pregnant or had been pregnant before. Between the ages of 14 and 17... 31 of those are pregnant. Wow. And, you know, I I was watching, I've only watched one episode of the Koresh one, right? Mm -hmm. There's a woman that's part of this apocalypse, Waco, it's American Apocalypse on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It just came out, right? A woman that was one of the main women, like David Koresh's main women. She's still saying right now. To this day, mm-hmm. like just just recorded yesterday, that kids are an adult at 12 years old. So she was like, everybody's saying that he was a pedophile and this was rape. and but Oh, hell. Those girls are an adult at 12 years old in God's eyes. Where did you pick 12? Where did this bitch pick 12? I don't know. Where did we pick 18? 
Well, <laughs> I'm not defending her, but but that's David Koresh's rules. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At 12, they're old enough to make the decision. So these are a bunch of pedophiles that use the Bible so they can be pedophiles. I'm and they saying. Brainwash these, that's, you ain't a pastor, but you once again speaking the truth. I hate. That's why I hate. I word? love cults because they're crazy. And I love hearing how crazy they are. But I can't feel sorry for like the members Unless you're born in. When you're born in, like, that's when, all yeah, you've known. Yeah. I get so, I was so pissed mm-hmm. at that lady last night. Well, but okay, that's how these if he's born thinking. in, Warren, but he's, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm thinking, like, Scientology, like, Leo Remini, she was born into it, but she realized and got out. Yeah. I think by the time you eventually realize this is, like, jacked up and you want to get out. And I have to believe that probably Uncle Raul or whatever his name is, Ro- Rulon, Rulon, Mulan Rouge, yeah, was Uncle- probably doing something to him. Like, you just, oh, he had for to have sure. been assaulted. Yeah. Right? The, the, oh, for sure. The assaulted becomes the assaulter I think on. so, yes. That's how it goes. So they went on, and they're doing this raid, and they're finding all these million all these people they go into the temple and they find this white altar so think of like if you're in a church and you kneeling down on the padded part but then there's like this like this (laughs) it's like a white bed with the altar attached to it like with the kneeling part attached to it wait where are we now who's there where this this is, is in the in after they're doing their raid oh they're finding all the people they go into the temple Oh, they're at Zion or whatever. Yes, like that. Uh-huh. and they find a white altar bed. Okay. This is where the like a, the torture happened, and Warren would allow. So this is when Warren would allow somebody to have a wife, and there was okay a fourteen year old and she would need to do what her husband. Okay, so. They would come in, the husbands and the wives would come in, and they would watch somebody have sex with a 14-year-old girl. Oh, that's where the um, that's where the cedars would plant the seed into the... I think that was only, different. I think okay. this was all, like, the handmaid tell would go, and so they the, would do on their own, and then this would be like, hey, let's pedophilia. basically put on a porn show for you, and let's have live porn, and pedophile porn. So the little kids got to be right there. The little kid was the one on the bed, on the altar getting sexed and the people in the audience were just would watch watching but who was doing them jeffrey uh warren i think he would sometimes or or he would allow other people to oh if you're usher in the church you get he would allow somebody to have a for this 14 year old wife and then the husband would go and hold her hand have sex with her his 14-year-old wife, who's an adult at uh-huh. this time because she's two years older than 12. <laughs> she's an And then people would kneel the and they would watch this damn movie. Like, they're just sitting there getting uh, popcorn watching a damn movie. Oh, uh, they were kneeling on the little cast. Oh, little things yes, they were kneeling. Mm-mm. So there's also, we're almost done. We're getting so close, y'all. There was a vault in the temple and that... Uh, is where they found recordings. Why do they have to record And this? journals and documents of nasty, nasty, nasty stuff. 
smoking gun was that there was a recording of Warren Jeff being with his 12-year-old daughter, adult wife, because they're an adult now. <laughs> she ended up getting pregnant. I How do you get pregnant? I couldn't have gotten pregnant at 12. I couldn't have gotten pregnant at 17. She ended up getting pregnant, but he recorded the whole thing. And you can hear him on the recording telling the girl to feel the presence of God inside of her. I don't even know his name. David from Children of God did the same thing. And so did David Koresh. You think they're all in hell together? They are all have, yes. They, They are. It's not, do you think? And some of his other wives would watch him do these things to children like it was a blessing. <laughs> yeah. And it's they still, I'm telling you, they still think that way. <laughs> he ended up getting I get like convict convicted 20 year 20 years plus life, and he's still there. He's still in prison. How did they catch him? He tried to be in a coma. He tried to put himself in a coma because he's trying to fat. He got himself in a coma because he's trying to fast and do all this bullshit. And he he looks like he has like he has like whelps all over his face, and he looks like he has like smallpox or some bullshit. Um, I don't know lesions. He's just so disgusting looking. And How did they catch him? And where did they catch him? They caught know? they caught him in Nevada. Remember, he's just try- cruising, going to strip clubs, oh, driving around his red Cadillac. Right. Uh-huh. And he had all that shit on there on him when they caught him. Yeah, all, his, all that money. Yes. And then the and girl. And then the girl f- called in the hoax call, and that's how they got to the Zion Ranch, and that's when they found yes. all the the altar and all the kids, and then the videotapes. And wow. that is the story of, and there's this other, there's another part of the story. Like there's a lot more that can, we could go away and do mm-hmm. more detail because there's another part where, and this just happened recently. I don't know too much about it. I just heard about it a little bit, but there was this, tr- this trailer, this truck was driving a trailer and a passerby that's on the road saw fingers coming out of the trailer this wasn't long ago and they ended up calling the cops they pull over this trailer there's like i remember seeing the the like body cam footage of three women in their dresses and they're like no no there's nothing wrong this is normal Mm -hmm. and it was it's the they end up arresting the guy and he was part of this but i can't remember much more than that but like I said, we could do a whole nother episode wow. on this and get a little bit deeper. If you want more of this, you just let us know. This is a great way for you to wow. just let us know about it. Because it's These wild. It's so deep. <clears throat> it is wild and it, it is interesting. And I feel like it gets Because it's like bigger. a different life. I mean, it is a different life. It's like why we're interested in murder and true crime because it's totally like nothing you ever can imagine. And we had no idea that was happening like we had no idea there was a functioning cult until and it's that the thing is person it's so big and told yeah yeah right there in san angelo in 2008 and it's just the same thing with koresh and i think they knew about jim jones and we're kind of watching them but anyways i feel like it gets bigger and bigger so there's probably some cults going on right now oh that i will need later to f- be news this is what i want to do well, I'll do this one. I need you. I think if y'all want me to go kind of be a test tester, a cult tester. No, bitch. We'll never get you back. I will totally <laughs> test it. I'll tell you all about it. 
we would never get you back. You're right. I would. Be, I would. <laughs> I am the most susceptible to a cult. I'm surprised I'm not currently in a cult. It's probably because I like to just sometimes be by myself. Yeah, and that would I be did, the only thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I don't. I don't really feel like seeing anybody. Or I just want to sit at home and paint because now I'm painting. <laughs> I'm over puzzles. Screw the puzzles. <laughs> Are you painting the puzzles that you complete? It's, it's a paint by number. Is it real paint? Yes, it's real paint. And these is it acrylic paint. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is acrylic paint. It's just I know it's real tiny circles that uh-huh. you got to paint the little tiny brushes, and when one little br- bristle goes astray, you got to cut it off. Up. You got to cut off the bristle. Listen, I can't get this bitch to remember all her ta- dirty Chad stories, but she can paint and do trillion word puzzle. I mean, trillion piece puzzles. No, but you know how long it takes me to do a damn puzzle? At least six months. Because I, I, oh, one piece. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't leave it out all the time, though. Couldn't. Oh, I live my best ADHD life. I'm like, oh, I think I'll puzzle a little bit. Oh, I think I'll watch you do. Oh, I think I'll work on my story. Oh, I think I'll go walk around outside and sit outside and watch basketball i mean what that's yeah. and then i'll paint and then now she paints or i'll have a dance party <laughs> or i'll do a tiktok or you'll turn into a queen but or i'll start towel. posting on instagram or I'll be a towel queen <laughs> who who's to say you never know oh my goodness so there you go there's a little bit of flds i think we might have to do more it was so good mormons yeah. mormons 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 and they, there's still people out there that think like this. I know. There's probably still out there waiting for Rulon Rouge. What's his name? Uncle Rulon. Rulon Rouge. I think that's a good name for him. To come back and save everybody. They're waiting on oh, David yeah. Koresh to I'm come back. I'm waiting on Marshall Applewhite. You're waiting on Marshall Applewhite. Dedicated Bonnie to his Nettles. return. I liked the idea of the Nike shoes. I thought it was kind of hip of him. Yeah. He seemed like a fun guy. He seemed to have a, with that goofy picture, he seemed like he was like a little aloof. He was probably an Aquarius. You can't screw in his heaven, though. So what are you going to do about that? Remember, they had to all castrate and like. Oh, yeah, that. Well, you just be lesbian. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. We hope you enjoyed the cult. You're going to have some more coming because. It's cult season. It is. It's cult season. Cult season. Who should we do? We've been asked about Jim Jones a couple times. It's so big. They're all so big. I know. That's why you just, I know. Because this is so big, but I didn't not go hardly into the detail you could, or else we'd be here for four more hours. What episode is this right now? That we just. 95. Okay. Gainesville Ripper was 94. This, what you just, what we just did 95. is 95. Oh. In five more weeks, we're going to hit 100 episodes. What are we doing? We have to. Is somebody throwing us a party? We're throwing ourselves a party. Oh. We're throwing you a party. Y'all, we are going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate because it'll be around our two-year birthday, our two-year birthday. Oh my gosh, we're two years old. And it'll be around the 100th episode. So you're going to get something special. We're still brainstorming for that. But look forward to a bloody happy hour party mixer show. All in one. Details. You better be following. Get ready. Pay attention. 
go follow, go rate, review, subscribe, and so you will not miss any updates. Yes. And most importantly, don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. Never join a cult. And you're not an adult at 12 years old. Want to join a cult and you hope to get invited soon. Bye, y'all. Bye. Before the train rudely interrupted us, this has been a Rogue Media Network production. Constant Contact's digital marketing platform is just what your small business needs to stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. With an easy-to-use, powerful tool set of email and SMS marketing and social media and events management, you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your growth. Not a marketer? No sweat. With our AI content generator and automated emails and texts, you'll say the right thing at the right time, every time. So get going and growing with Constant Contact today. Try it free at ConstantContact.com.